Hi, I'm Jacob. And this is Aaron. And we are Crossover Crossover Traffic. Traffic. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the E's and B's Podcast. And we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by... Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go check go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for some bomb-ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. Yes. It's the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of wrestling sports podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie player. I swear to God, I am. A lot of people think you get in your mid-30s and your career's over, but like I always say, until they stop scouting, I ain't going to stop playing. The fact remains, I'm probably the best player I know of. My Little League coach held me back because the son had a decent curveball. There's a certain range I've got, but I basically put my hopes in this. I had a full-ride scholarship to play ball at the University of Phoenix, but had Tommy John surgery on both knees, so I don't I'm also a pitcher. I can pitch. I've got what they call a rubber arm. I can throw right-handed for days. I can throw left-handed for days. A lot of people, you know, uh, I'm basically amphibious. So I've told coaches before, put me on the mound. The secret to pitching for me is I like to check the runner when there's nobody on base. Throws a hitter off. I swear to God it does. This is third base. I've been there before, but usually it was after proms, man. But I probably know more about the scoring position than anybody I know that. Basically, my knowledge of the game, I've been taught in different ways, but I've also invented things. I like to get my lead at third base backwards. 
That way the pitcher thinks there's nobody even here. It's a lot easier to steal home. And with my martial arts expertise, I've been trying to discount karate to scissor kick the catcher, and I could even break his karate artery if I had to. So there's no chance of a Pete Rose situation at home. I win it every time, especially if I got my bliss shirt on. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Again here on this beautiful last Friday in July 2023, where you be. They say when you have two eights, nothing because they got two badass races going down. You know the deal. Crack those eggs, butter that toast, because it's time for the sunny. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the E's and B's. As you heard there, kicking things off on the diamond and show. Hey, going deep again earlier this week. Leading the home run lead right now. And as you all know, coming up on Tuesday, that's right, just a short few days away, it's the trade deadline there for the MLB. So who are the big names on the move? Nothing so far. A lot of uh, bullpen toss around and back play guys, but no big names so far been moved as we go into this big weekend. As you always know, we'll get right to it and get to those standings out there in the American League. We got the ball. More Orioles, they were at a solid 62 and 39, a game and a half up in their division. Then we got the Minnesota Twins, they're at 54 and 49, three games up in their division. And rounded out there in the American League, last but not least, it's those Texas Rangers, they're at a 59 and 43, just a solid game up there. As we switch it up to the National League, it's the oh, you know the deal, the Atlanta Braves, the best. Team in baseball, they're at 64 and 35, 11 games up in their division, folks. Then in the Central, it's going to be the Milwaukee Brewers. They're at a 56 and 46, just a half game up on the Red Legs. And out here in the West, last but not least, it's those L.A. Pay Me Dodgers. They're at a 58 and 42, just four games up on the Snakes. Stat-wise, it's still a from Miami, leading with a solid 375 in the 
in the batting average. Then in the home runs, we already talked about it. It's so, hey, who is not going to be traded? That's the rumor. They shut those down. He's got 36. On the RBI side of things from Atlanta, it's Matt Olsen with 80. And with the hits, it's back to our boy from Miami, Arez, with 139. And rounded out on the offense side of things, stolen bases, it's Ronald Acuna Jr. He's got 48 snags. That's right. Switch it up. Let's go to the pitching. How about Zach Gallen from San Fran? Yeah, he's got 11 wins on the ERA on the EARA side of things. It's Blake Snell. That's right. He's got a 2.61 holding it down there right now in the MLB. Then for the saves, it's our boy Duvall. He's still got 31 for the Giants and rounding it out. The other guy just dominating from the Braves. How about Steven Strider? My boy's got 189 strikeouts going into this weekend. Keep your eyes on all that. We'll be keeping our eyes on everything else. Sliding off the bases, winners, losers, and everything you need to know right here on the best. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch it up. Go from the diamond to the gridiron. Yes, yes, happy gridiron. As you know, NFL camps in full effect. That's right, kicking in. The vets returning back to camp this Tuesday, and now everybody there, and things are underway as we are just six, count them, folks, six days away from opening day. They're in Canton as the New York Sucks will be taking on the Cleveland Dirty Browns at the Hall of Fame game. That's right, that's the opening game of the season, just six days away, and then a short 42 to 45 days, that's right, for the opening night ceremonies. And then, of course, opening weekend. We cannot wait, that's right. But as you know, what the key is this week and the next upcoming will be injuries. Keeping the eyes on that. I know reported a lot already. People going down. Ramsey on my Dolphins getting carted off with some contact with Tyreek Hill earlier this week there at camp. So definitely it's a touchy subject and definitely a touchy situation. Definitely here in Denver, things were a lot different starting out camp. No fans the first day or two, and that's not how they usually do it. But it's definitely going to be an interesting season. We'll keep an eye on everything on the gridiron. Injuries, camp talk, and everything you need to know coming off the NFL right here on The Best. Switching it up. Let's keep things going here on the sunny side. Let's go from the gridiron to the clubhouse. Troy St. Lovely scenes of celebration. He has displayed great skills and great courage out there, remember. Handling the pressure of leading the opener for 36 holes or fending off some of the world's best players. None of these weather conditions as well. And with a score of 271, the winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year is Brian Harmon. There you have it, coming out of Liverpool there last weekend from rough conditions there on the fourth day, but the man with the hot hand was there, Brian Brian Hartman, as you heard, 
during that course, those last three days, of course, the first two days, decent weather and a tight leaderboard, but he just got out front and never looked back, especially there on day four. So his first ever major congratulations to him on an outstanding win. And we'll be keeping you all up to date with the next big major coming up and any other big golf events or news you must know about right here on The Best. Keep- all right, let's go from the clubhouse, switch the gear, pick the pace up. It's time to talk some racing. Derek Jones trying to stick the nose out of the 43. You can leave again. Another spot. Chase Elliott just behind him. Turex not able to close again. Even the races around. Make contact. No, he's not going to make contact with the inside wall, and no caution has come out. Reddick to the inside for second. It's one lap to go. Presented by Greta One Bay. Drag race down the front straightaway for second place between Reddick and Truex. The 41 still sitting there, not refired. Now he gets going. Trying to get going. You see the flames coming out of the exhaust of the 41. He can't get it refired. They need to throw a caution right here. Caution does come out. That will put Denny Hamlin in victory lane. Win number 60. And the crowd not happy. That is 100% the right thing to do. You can... There you have it coming out of the tricky triangle last week. Let the boo birds ring out. As Denny Hamlin getting the big win there under caution as Pierce... Could not get his car going, so they had to throw the flag before they made it back around to him. Unfortunate there for anyone else trying to make more moves to get some more points, but there was not going to be anyone catching Hamlin. Of course, that's the talk because the move Hamlin made earlier, just about 10 laps prior, where he put what it seemed to be Kyle Larson into the wall, but after going back, it seemed to be a racing move. You make the call. I think he didn't give him enough room and knew what the outcome was going to be, and Larson needed to lift a little bit more, too. Uh, on the other hand, he should have never been in that situation, but crazy situation for both those guys. Now, good buddies, maybe arch enemy, arch enemies going forward as we have just six more races to go before the playoffs kick off and it's going to be very tight definitely down there at the bottom of the racing points lead as here as as this is how it stands going into this weekend starting out at the 16th spot it's going to be the 34 car of michael mcdowell 15th is going to be the 23 machine of bubba wallace 14th spot is going to be the 47 machine of ricky stenthouse jr 13th spot is going to be the 17th car of chris busher 12th spot right now is the 6th car of brad kozlowski 11th spot is going to be the 45 machine of Tyler Reddick. 10th spot is going to be the 22 machine of Joey Laguna. 9th spot is going to be the 12 car of Ryan Blaney. 8th spot is going to be the 4 car of Kevin Havoc. 7th spot right now is the guy we just talked about, the 5 machine of Kyle Larson. 6th spot is going to be the 8 car of Kyle Bush. 5th spot is going to be the 1 machine of Ross Crash'em Up Chastain. Fourth spot's going to be the 20 car of Christopher Bell. Third spot's going to be the one guy, the 
The third spot's the guy that just won this past week, and it's the 11 machine of Denny Boo Hamlin. And in the second spot, it's going to be the 24 machine of Willie B. And on top, just like last week, it's the 19 car of Martin Truex Jr. That's how it stands going into Richmond this weekend. Like I said, just a few more races left. I know a lot of crucial races, and there's still a couple super speedway, maybe road course winners ringers that could get into the playoffs keep your eye on that definitely like i said down at the bottom of that list between 16th down to 20th position those guys are very tight we'll be keeping an eye on that rex winners losers and everything else you need to know coming out of nascar keeping things going here on the sunny side let's switch it up go to the short track side of things how about last weekend there at my home track of anderson speedway it was the national crown that's right the the crown vic National crown there last weekend at the Anderson Speedway. A solid, full field. And, of course, our our friends here at the E's and B's, the Hathop family, had a full stack of entries. And when it come down to it, it was a first-timer. That's right. He's been set on the pole two years in a row, but could not get the win. Last year was his daddy. This year, we want to congratulate uh, the 3-3 car of Ricky Fapp. Junior, congratulations to him and his team from us here at the E's and B's. A first ever father-son back-to-back national crown figure eight champions. Congratulations to them. I know a huge party. We saw the pictures, all the fans going down to celebrate. Congratulations on an outstanding run. And our thoughts are out there too, Matt. And it Awful, awful crash he had there in the crossover. We hope you recover fast, buddy. We'll be keeping an eye on that. And, of course, keep an eye on all those guys hitting the track again. Make sure you guys go check them out. It's the Crown Vic, Ricky Eight Division, and it's the Fop Boys. Make sure you check them out. Shout out to Ricky Fop Jr. on that win and the Tharp team from us here at the E's and B's. With that, let's switch things up. Go from the roundy round figure eight world to the strip. That's right, no prep talk. That's right, no prep talk. One of our favorite things, and of course, coming off a huge, that's right, a huge weekend across the nation last weekend. All kinds of big names, getting some wins. Let's dive right into and get those congratulations there at Indian Valley. We want to give a big shout out to Waylon Pierce and Elk. That's right, his bad ride and a big small tire win. Congratulations to his team, NX, and all those boys. Down there at Indian Valley. Then over at Pacemakers, we had a huge shootout. Billy the Kid had the Nova rolling, got to the semis, and just a small, small mess up. The car, or excuse me, the track changed, and he didn't pick it up. And, uh, you know, just a small, small error, and it was a small loss. But in the end, it was a big win for none other than Justin Perkins. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's on an outstanding win there at Pacemakers last weekend. And, of course, the other big race we talked about, how about the Super Bowl of no prep? Well, that's what they call it. Down in the Carolinas at Rickingham, it was dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. Go check out our boys at G2K for all that footage. But 74 cars in small tire, several in the Big tie, and of course, a couple in the stick ship. But when it was all said and done, came down to two very famous names in the finals. That's right, one of our friends in A's and B's vets. It was Turbo John taking on Team Denver's 
Charles and Patches. And of course, those guys very well known at that track and seemed to find themselves in this situation a lot. But when it was all said and done, a big congratulations and shout out to Team Denver and Patches. Charles getting the win. Congratulations to them on an outstanding dig or die in July run. I know it was scorching hot for those guys there. And of course, getting started later in the evening, but no big accidents. A solid, solid race. Zephyr did a hell of a job, so shout out to all the boys down there at Digger Die, and congratulations to everybody in the money. We cannot wait to see. Talking about cannot wait, how about this weekend? A lot of bad to the bone races across the board, starting out tonight. That's right, it's Cincy Street Nights going down. Make sure you guys go check that out. Also, tomorrow in Knoxville, it's no joke, no prep. That's right, check that one out. We have Summer Shootout at Wichita Raceway. How about Boost versus Nitrous? That's going down at Salem. And then, of course, one of our favorite races, it's Tan and Burn, along with World Series of No Prep and our friends at Ohio Grudge Race. They will be at Andega Dragway there in Michigan for another installment of World Series this year. So make sure you guys check out our friends at No Prep Felons Live. That's our, that's right. Bob Rice and team will be live on the property this weekend. So make sure you guys go give them all a follow. Everyone that supports us here at the E's and B's, that way you do not, especially limpy and happy and everyone tied into the live feeds. So you will not miss out on any of the baddest to the bone action in the no prep world. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B sent you. With that, that's going to wrap up this side of things. But you know what? We're going to get right back to the racing side of things. That's right. Our guests coming up next. Two of the coolest, nicest people in the world. That's right. And they bring me some of the action that I can't get. They're 1,600 miles away. Stay tuned. Meet our new friends here coming up next. That's right. It's Crossover Traffic. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Two of the nicest, coolest, sweetest people in the outlaw figure eight media world coming to us from Columbus, Indiana. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Aaron and Jacob Brown. It's crossover. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. As you all know, Aaron and Jacob here are two of my good friends who have been putting on some very, very cool stuff there on their platform. And this is how Easy Bees has been keeping up with some of those speed drum, sports drum, and Painesville races over there on the east side, uh, or the east coast of side of things here. 
And today we are bringing them on the E's and B's podcast to learn a little bit about them, have a little bit of fun. And then as always, we're going to turn the tables over to them and let them promote themselves and let them know where you can find them at. Are you guys ready to jump right in? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. All (laughs) All the fans and listeners out there, guys, how did you guys get your start with the crossover traffic? Uh, well, it's actually an idea that I have had brewing, uh, probably since 2015 or so. Um, I used to be a delivery driver, so driving around by myself all day, I'd have really stupid ideas in my head (laughs) and I'd start talking to myself (laughs) and, uh, it got to the point where I finally talked to myself enough to where I was pretty confident that I could put out a product that was worth sharing with the world. And, uh, that turned out to be right. So I'm, I'm glad that I was right on that front. Um, but, but yeah, uh, it just, it started in my own mind. Nice, nice. Now, similar to something like this here at the Easy Bees, of course, this started back in the pandemic when, you know, the kids had to stay at home. And uh, I, you know, being a sports nut, jumped into this thing two feet. And here we are almost going into my fourth season. But what I got to say about these guys here is if you haven't seen, you need to check them out there on their platform. Uh, Each and every time they're at the track and they're allowed to be able to share the footage they can. Aaron brings some awesome footage when Jacob can't be there, obviously. But it brings you just like you're right there at the track. And that's one of our favorite things here at the E's and B's, you know, 1,600 miles away. I, I greatly miss that kind of race, and we don't get it very often out here. But when I get a chance to watch this, it definitely makes me feel like home. And that's definitely one thing we want to shine a lot on. If you guys do not or have not seen this, make sure you get a chance. Go follow Crossover Traffic. See what we're talking about. I got to ask these guys, what's your favorite thing about figure eight racing? Oh, gosh. That, that, <laughs> that crossover action. I mean, like, that's like you don't get that in any other race besides, you know, figure eight racing. So it's just intense and it's it's crazy how talented these guys are. Like, you know, I don't I wouldn't I would never be able to do it myself. I, I don't oh my gosh. I wouldn't even let him do it. Like, I don't know how these wives and kids and moms watch their sons do it. It's crazy. Um but yeah, it's just, they're very talented. You know, they know when to let up on the gas. They know when to push on the gas. They know, um, you know, how to get around each other. So it's, it's just the talent in the sport is amazing. The drivers are all amazing. You know, like you, you've seen interviews that we've done with them. They're all, you know, so nice and willing to talk with us. And yeah, it's just a really cool sport. So for me, it's it's everything that she said, but but then it's also... So everything kind of comes together in its own little glorious fashion in figure eight racing. And it's it's really unique in motorsports. I mean, she'll tell you, I love watching monster trucks. I'm I'm always watching monster trucks and really any kind of motorsports I can get I can, you know, get my eyes on to. I'm watching it, but there is absolutely nothing like a figure eight race. There's absolutely nothing like a, a figure eight race at the speedrome in, in specific. I mean, it's there's just something so special about, you know, everything coming together in a perfect storm. You know, like she said, the drivers are so talented. The fans really make it too. And when the house is is packed, 
you know, like it was last night, you know, we weren't there, but you know, it was, it was such a packed house. I could only imagine that was probably one of the craziest figure eights of the year, just because of, of how the fans made it feel. Mm -hmm. The, the crowd tension is, it, it just, it comes together with the on track product and it produces something unlike anything else in motorsports. And it I is can, awesome. I can 100 percent agree with you guys there. It's nothing like it. Uh, we've heard Ben, uh, Mark, Matt, all, uh, Donnie, all here on the E's and B's tell us, you know, when that music gets you pumped up at the beginning, it's the crowd out there for those guys when they can see you and, and you know, the beginning of that race and you're, they're waving to them. It's just something you can't ex explain to other people out there. And that's why we love to shine the light on it. Let me ask you guys this one, though. Let's change gears a little bit. If you could change one rule about outlaw figure eight racing what would you change um the wing rule um so i don't you being from anderson you probably remember when they had the big billboards the big sideboards on there that was my absolute favorite i i can't get enough of that and in fact we have uh one of our new sponsors just came on board and he said we, he could build us really anything we wanted outlaw figure eight style and and a model not the actual yeah. car <laughs> and, and i'm wanting him i think to build a car with the big sideboards and the and the big you know roof wings those that's my favorite i know they're expensive and i know they probably don't do much but damn do they look cool <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely one thing that stands out especially out here on the west coast you don't see stuff like that and, and uh, you know, going back to the earlier days, it was just something that you wanted to know more about. But it definitely, like you said, was the coolest thing out there looking. There's it's nothing like it. There's yeah. there's nothing like an outlaw figure eight car in airplane mode, as I call it. So Absolutely. All right. Let's switch gears here. Get to some of the famous E's and B's questions. Make sure you guys are checking us out each and every Friday, wherever you listen to your podcast at or follow us over there at easeandbees.org. Check out the merch page, all that good stuff. Let me ask you, Aaron and Jacob, how about this? You're having breakfast with any celebrity or racer out there. Who are you having it with? And what are you guys having? I'll let you go first again. <laughs> so I guess as we're talking about racing, we'll stick with racing. I would have breakfast with Doodle Ferris. <laughs> All right. All right. Dang it, Doodle. Yeah, dang it, Doodle. That'd be such a fun meal to have. All right. All right. And I personally like biscuits and gravy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Traditional. Okay. Yeah. Jacob, how about you? Um, so I'm going to stick with the racing theme, but I'm going to get out of the figure eight racing theme for a minute. Okay. Since we live in Columbus and we're from the area, I would have breakfast with Tony Stewart in a heartbeat. Awesome. Old smoke. Absolutely. And what what did you guys have on that plate? Oh, man. Um, we go to Blackerby's, the hangar. Yeah, either Blackerby's, which is a local restaurant here in the airport in Columbus, or um, Jill's. Jill's Diner, also a local spot mm -hmm. here in Columbus. So there's also the tried and true Waffle House, and that's because... <laughs> there you, you go. Shout out to those. The Waffle House, always the fallback, for sure. <laughs> always the fallback. How about this one? Here's a little fancy one for you. If you guys could have a superpower, what power would you have? I <laughs> I would like to be invisible because we could go back in the pits and listen to all the inside conversations. <laughs> I like it. All the I like it. little drama. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about you? It'd be super speed for me. Super speed. Oh, for, yeah. 
kind of for the same reason to just be able to get around everywhere like whenever I want to, just like that. I mean, he does have super speed on on like in Painesville. He was going back and forth for the pits, and he, I mean, he basically does have. Super yeah, speed. <laughs> if, if anybody saw me at Painesville, yeah, yeah, that's what awesome. I'm Awesome. Yeah. All right. One more fun one for you here before we get back to a little bit of racing. How about this? If you guys could have some intro music for, say, either your appearance for the crossover traffic or you're grabbing or getting in a race car and heading out on the track, what entrance theme would you guys play? Um, what's, what's the one they used to play uh, for the drivers? Um, I was going to say Thunderstruck. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, Thunderstruck. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm <laughs> I'm just spoiled because of Speed Drum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to go with that one. And when you think of racing, that's one of the first ones that pops in yeah. your heads. Now, let's talk some more about racing. We know this coming up this weekend. That's right. Tomorrow, we're going to have two, count them, folks, not one, but two bad to the bone outlaw figure eight races going on at the very same time. That's right. We're talking about the 43rd annual Sonny Thompson Memorial Race there at the Speed Drum. And we're going to be having the second annual Outlaw Figure Eight race here at Colorado National Speedway. I'm going to turn the tables over here to Jacob and Aaron. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, so I don't really know much about Colorado. I know that it's a half mile and I know that the place is badass fast. That's about all I know about it. I really want to get out there at some point. Um, obviously, it's an expensive trip. <laughs> um, and this year, the timing kind of wasn't right. Um, like like you said, with the Sonny Thompson, that's that's a really big race for us. And, you know, we actually have other things going on this weekend. So we're not actually going to be able to make the Sonny Thompson, I don't think, unless, um, you know, some cards fall our way. Um, but. But yeah, with with a big race here, um, you know, I would I would expect um, the heavy hitters that are going to be here um, here in Indy are going to be, you know, they're they're going to be hungry because I know there's a couple of guys, uh, Eddie Van Meter and and Austin, um, are headed out to Colorado, um, so I know that you know that's that's two potential winners and last week's winner off the table so those guys are all going to be um kind of chomping at the bit to get out there and and of course you're going to have all your washington guys i know rod proctor from california is making the trip out there to colorado um you know it's and you know you got the two colorado guys um or three brothers shout out to the wall brothers wall-to-wall racing chris cox those guys team hilton and abeda will be helping out it's going to be pretty interesting this year for sure out here. Uh, like you said, sending only just a couple. We know it's very hard. It's a long haul. It's a lot of money, and I've said it for two years now. There's got to be more on the table for these guys from Indiana and further out to be coming this far You know, to race. It's a bad, fast track, very dangerous, and definitely, yeah, it would be very fun to see those guys out here, but I got, I got to keep on my foot or keep on the same statement and say until they put more money on that table. It's going to be hard to get those guys to travel. Now, I'm glad Austin, Tony, and Eddie Van Meter are making that trip. It's going to be very interesting to see for these guys locally here how fast they can pick up because we know those two drivers are very good. 
and and will pick that track up in a heartbeat and be hard to beat. So very interesting stuff. Like I said, wall-to-wall racing. Keep your eyes out for them. They've got some new stuff coming. And Chris Cox may be helping out. Team of Beta and Helton, you know, the helpers there. So cool stuff here in Colorado. Like you said, a lot of good stuff at home, though. A lot of changing. You know, we've had different winners, it seems, repetitively there at the speed drum. So very cool stuff. Before we get off of this topic here, though, do you have any predictions? Um, I'm going to go ahead and predict Eddie again for Colorado. Um, he came last year and, you know, Craig was dominant until, until the intersection came into play, which was super unfortunate. Um, and I'm glad Craig is okay. And, and he's back to racing. Obviously he got that win in pain. Big win. Yeah. yeah. As redemption. And I'm so happy for him. I know he was, he was ear to ear after that race. We met him at the hotel and he was absolutely just ear to ear. He couldn't, he told me he still couldn't even believe it. So, I mean, that's awesome for Craig. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with Eddie. Eddie's bad fast, dude. And he does not like, he doesn't care. He will, he'll rough you up and he'll, he won't ask for apologies about it. Um, that's always been Eddie's style. And, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, but I think another person you're going to have to watch out for um, is those is Chris Cox and, and all those guys that, that come out there and, and race every week. Week in, week out, yep. Those guys have had an opportunity to, you know, they've had those outlaws now for, for a good while. I'm sure they've taken them out there and, and made some notes. And, you know, that's that's the home. It'll be track. interesting. I hope for a good car count. That's what will be the difference maker, I think, for Eddie and, and Austin in order for them to even, you know, have competition. If there's a good car count, then it might make it tough. If it's a low car count, it's going to be a runaway show. That's just the way I look at it. Well, we'll be very excited, though, to find out what does happen going down tomorrow night. Like we said, two of the baddest races you can see on a Saturday. We got the 43rd annual Sunny Thompson Memorial going on there at the Speedrome. And out here, it's the second annual. Wow, figure eights at Colorado National Speedway. Before I get these guys out of here, I got just a couple questions left. I got to ask you guys, what's the goals for crossover traffic going forward? Uh, well, I, we just crossed two thousand followers uh, earlier this earlier this week. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I know <laughs> I'm gonna try and get a giveaway together um, because I think I want to give away some tickets to the season finale that that one hour figure eight just a couple weeks before three hour. Yeah. Um, you know, get some people out there, get their feet wet um, that have never seen this stuff. Um, but I need to get with uh, a couple of parties first to see if I can get that together. Um, he just, he just, Jacob just switched to day shift. So he's going to be able to put articles out like he did last year more. So, So, yeah, that's another goal of mine is, um, now I, I did work for the speed drone. Um, you know, in all clarity, I did, I was running their streaming for them. Uh, which is why coverage kind of really hit the brakes, you know, but switching to day shift, I've, I've now backed away from that role um, just so I can have the freedom I need at the racetrack to leave if I need to. Um, But as long as I'm at the racetrack, uh, there will be coverage uh, whenever there is. So 
Um, mm-hmm. I guess I guess the goals is I I really want our YouTube channel to take off. I I put a lot of hard work into the videos that are already on there, um, and I have well, probably about six or seven hours worth of footage. Yeah, <laughs> that I need to edit up and, and put lot, on there. Yeah. So I know that pain. I know yeah. That pain. <laughs> we I also, lo- oh, go ahead. Um, no, you're good. Um, we also for uh, uh, February, we're thinking about going to Florida for the races okay. there. So, okay. yeah, big race. Maybe I can get you guys back in here for that. We could maybe preview that race. Hopefully, that one will be another big one as long as the money's right. We know the deal there. All right, yeah. one last question here the most famous question here on the ease of bees as we go out before I turn the tables over to you guys. I gotta know when it's all said and done, what do you guys want? The crossover traffic legacy to be. Uh, <laughs> um, I would say I want people to look at us as um, a place where they can watch, you know, all things figure eight, a place where we are professional. You know, we don't, um, you know, I don't know. There's some pages are, you know, not professional and just do whatever, but we want to, try to stay that way um we want people to be able to come up and talk to us and feel comfortable doing that you know we've had a lot of fans say are you crossover traffic and it's just it's so fun yeah it's so fun to do uh what do you um i i just i want to continue i feel like right now we're we are trusted you know because i i personally put a lot of pride into not reporting information that i know is not 110 percent true um because you know it's the it's the racetrack you know rumors can get around and um like like you know with the whole florida thing and nothing's been announced you know we announced that a month ago <laughs> um right. and that's because i was 125 percent sure that it was happening um and now even clearing it even further even after i i vetted it so much the more and more details I find out, the I don't know why we haven't got this thing announced yet. But you know, I I just want to continue to be a, a trusted a, a trusted news source. I know um, the track owners that I've talked to uh, believe in what we're doing, and and they believe in you know, and putting the the races out there. I know Randy with Painsville was was hesitant for us to go live, and then. You know, the streaming deal that he had um, trying to put together backed out. Um, so, you know, he let us come in there and do our thing. And, and we ended up having like 400 people in that stream. So it was wild. Um, but yeah, I just I want to continue. I want to continue to put out the best content that I that we possibly can. I mean, even, you know, we brought Cameron on this year with and he's doing our pit reporting and. I didn't even have to tell him what to do. The dude just, it's like, he's like a top. You just wind him up and you just watch him go. Just like his dad. <laughs> just yeah. like his dad. And I mean, it's, it, I I just, I want to continue putting out 110% content and I want to continue uh, being a, a trusted news source uh, because I feel like figure eight racing, uh, especially outlaw figure eight racing needs that. I can agree. And I can say this, you know, like I said, watch it from 1600 miles away you guys are on the right path you're doing the right thing there's a reason why we brought you here today on the best 
Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast on your Fridays. Now, tell my fans and listeners out there where they can find you at, where they can support you at before we get you out of here. Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, go like Crossover Traffic on uh, Facebook and go ahead and give us a follow, too. Um, like I said, we're going to be doing a giveaway for 2,000 followers, but uh, until we announce that giveaway, uh, if your name's on that like and follow list, or really just the follow list is what we're going to do. Um, but if your name's on that follow list, um, you're going to be in in a shot to come out here and uh, and and watch that one hour uh, on us completely. So, um, yeah, head out there and and like our uh, like our Facebook and follow us on Facebook, YouTube. Um, subscribe to our youtube channel um i know i'm like i said i'm trying to get uh things you know going on on that front because i i do really want to get in get into that space um and eventually be able to do streams and stuff on there so um and we recently had people ask about our venmo and cash app um so if you guys do want to donate anything towards us to go towards um going to races in car cameras, batteries, all that. Uh, Jacob's Venmo is Jacob Brown dash five four four, and my Cash App. Let me double check, <laughs> so I don't say the wrong. And thing. while she's checking, uh, I do want to thank everybody for their support uh, during the Painesville race. Um, we had over a hundred and ten dollars in donations to us mm-hmm. that night and that that yes. goes a long way i know we got we got us a power bank for her phone uh during the races uh one that'll you know actually keep our phone alive for three hours this year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh and there's a lot more things on there uh pit passes for three hour are pretty expensive so uh a lot of that money is probably going to go to that um and i mean i'm sure one of our sponsors is is you know he helped us out last year so I'm sure he'd be willing to help again this year, but, um, you know, anything helps us guys. And, and, uh, you know, this, this stuff isn't cheap. She's, she's probably really ready to kill me behind that smile <laughs> with how much money I've spent on this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and that's all with not new GoPros. So, <laughs> um, yeah. but, but yeah, uh, plug her cash app. No. Cash app is dollar sign. And it's my maiden name. So it's E Mall 13, E M O L L 13. And Jacob's uh, uh, Venmo is Jacob Brown 544. There you have it, folks. Like I said, two of the coolest, nicest, sweetest people in the outlaw figure eight media world. Make sure you guys go give them a follow. It's crossover traffic. Hey, coming to us from Columbus, Indiana. It's Jacob. And Aaron Brown, crossover traffic. Thanks, guys. It's been an honor. Yeah, thank you. Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And are you like me and wish you could be at every single no prep race out there, but you know you can't? Well, that's all right. Because this week's sponsor here on the E's and B's podcast will take you live to every event they go to. That's No Prep Felons live. Make sure you guys go check out our friends Bob and Kelly Rice there at noprepfelons.com for all of their action. Make sure you keep up to date with him. Get that bell, everything clicked. Subscribe to their YouTube. That's No Prep Felons Live, a proud sponsor 
of the E's and B's podcast. Don't miss it. some of the nicest sweetest people make sure you guys if you can't go give them a follow that's crossover traffic and if you see them there at the track make sure you guys walk up give them a hello some very very nice people thanks again to them we cannot wait until they get back to the track and get live and of course we'll be checking those out that's crossover traffic with that that's gonna wrap up the meet stay tuned coming up next it's my favorite part of the show that's right we're gonna drop some elbows, climb the ropes, and it's time to talk some wrestling in the Scrambled. Next, you're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Nothing to me. It's killing. Let's go. I said, it's tribal combat now. That's the words that came out of the mouth of Jay Uso there last Friday night as things are swerving and heating up even more and even better than ever there for the bloodline story as it looks like coming up at SummerSlam. They're live from Detroit next Saturday. That's right. We're just one week away from SummerSlam. This possibly may be the main event. We're not too sure. Will that be it? Or possibly Brock versus Cody 3. Two big, big, big matches on the card. We know already there at SummerSlam. Other big things happening at the WWE. We still know Dirty Dime holding that North North American NXT title. Very proud there on Monday. A lot of smack talk. But in the end on Raw there in a tag match up against the tag team champs. Kevin Owens getting hurt there. And it seems to be the reported later in the week. It was a true injury now going to be worked into the storyline. And who knows how long it will be before we see those undisputed tag titles put back on the line so we'll be keeping an eye on that. Of course, keeping an eye on Oscar, Charlotte, Bianca, all that story as well. And don't forget our man. That's right. L.A. Not. Yeah, that's right. The boy has got to get the push. We'll see if he gets it there at SummerSlam. Damian Priest and, of course, the other big Intercontinental Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Gunther. That will be going down there at SummerSlam. So we'll be keeping you up to date with that. Just one week. Breaking the card down right here next week on the best. Keeping things going here on the Scrambled segment. Let's switch it up. Go from this to the other channel. Which is part of, by the way, they would have done the exact same thing. 
So the way that I see it, I went in there and I got the job done only way that I know how. And that's by any means necessary. Don't talk to me about what's right and wrong. Talk to me about how stylish I am, about how sexy I am, about how, well, Ricky, well, you the man. How about the disrespect you showed Jushin Thunder Liger when you just blew right by him to get the cup? No disrespect to Liger. He's a legend. I'm absolute Ricky Stark. Now, here's what I want to talk about. Everybody wants to give me comparisons. Nah, nah, nah. I am me. I am absolute. And I love that my fans, they say, hey, Ricky, you should be a pillar. It's a great sentiment, but uh-uh. I don't want to be no damn pillar. I stand on my own. I'm absolute Ricky Starks. And you tell me how many Owens has those four pillars won? Woo! Strong words there from Ricky Starks last Saturday night. Collision, that's right. Everything's right for fight night on Saturday. Collision becoming everyone's favorite, and it seems to be as ever. Ricky Starks maybe possibly going hill there last weekend. A lot of other good things going down there on Wednesday night as well. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, or just Jack Perry coming out, dragging the FTW title, calling a lot of people out, especially from the ECW world. That's right. In the end, Jerry Flynn coming from the back, standing up for the ECW boys. And maybe, just possibly, next week, we might see Jerry Lynn in the ring against Jungle Boy. That'll be very interesting. But in the end, the opening contest, Orange Cassidy in a banger. And uh, in the end of the match, he got taken out by his boy, A.R. Fox, which he thought was his boy. Darby coming out, confronting A.R. Fox, not happy in the end. It was all distraction because another man jumped in the ring and destroyed Orange again. That's right. John Moxley slides in there, Death Rider demon rolled out. So all kinds of craziness going down there Wednesday night. And then in the end, A.R. Fox joining Team Mogul as uh, Swerve had a match with Darby Allen later that night. And, of course, A.R. Fox being the reason why Swerve won. A lot of madness, a lot of craziness, but we're excited more than most for tomorrow night. A huge Tag team title match on the line as our boys FTR will put the belts up against the blind draw tag team tournament winners in better than you, baby. That's right, MJF and Adam Cole, baby. They will be going head-to-head, and it seems like it's going to be an outstanding matchup. A lot of beef back and back. Looks like we're going to have less flips and more fists. We'll keep an eye on that and everything else as they lead up to their next big mess. As they lead up to their next big main event coming up here in a short couple weeks. That's right. It's the huge all-in, which we don't know much about card-wise yet. But that'll be going down in Wimbledon. We'll be leading you up and, of course, talking about everything else that happens tomorrow night and next Wednesday from AEW. The bumps, the hits, the elbows, and everything else you need to know right here on The Best. Make sure you guys are supporting all of your local indie wrestling promotions out there. You got to remember, that's where these boys and girls get their starts. We support Rocky Mountain Pro here at the E's and B's. Make sure you guys go out there when you get a chance. Check out one of their matches. Buy some of their merch. Support local indie wrestling promotions. With that, that's going to wrap up the stuff from the Squared Circle. But stay tuned. We're going to dive right back into it, though, in the octagon. That's right. We're going to dive into UFC. 
291. That's right, the card. Next, you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now, senores y senores do Brazil and UFC fans watching around the world, live from the sold-out That's right, going down live tomorrow night from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's UFC 291, and we're going to wrap things up here today with that, as it's a huge, huge card on the docket, one you do want to miss, and us here at the Easy Bees are predicting fight of the year potential. That's right, folks. It's a rematch, and we'll get to that here in just a second, but let's dive right into the main card. This card stacked prelims to the main event, but on the main card, it's going to be in the welterweight division. The number 12 ranked Michael Chelsea, he'll be taking on the hot hand of Kevin Allen. That should be a banger. Then after that, when the lightweight division, it's going to be another knockout. How about this? It's Tony Ferguson as he'll be taking on Bobby Green. That should be a banger. Ferguson definitely saying he's back to his old ways. Keep your eyes on that. Then in the welterweight division again, it's going to be the number seven ranked Stephen Wonderboy Thompson as he'll be taking on Michael Pereira. That should be another big banger. Then for the co-main event of the evening. That's right. In the light heavyweight division. This one going to be going down as another banger. As the number three ranked John Belukwich. Former champion will be taking on the former other division champion coming off a defeat. That's right, the number two ranked X Pereira. That one there, folks, should be good. I predict Pereira will become the winner in that one. Now for the main event of the evening. That's right, this for the BMF title. That's right, the bad mother shuts your mouth in a open weight division, they'll call it lightweight, that's the number 12, two ranked, Dustin Diamond he'll be taking on the number three ranked, Justin Gaethje, folks, like I said, this predictions wide across the nation, fight of the year potential, do not miss it if you get a chance, and of course we're going to have all the knockouts, TKOs, submissions, winners, losers, and everything coming off the octagon in Salt Lake right here next week on The Best. With that, we're going to wrap things up, stay tuned like a burrito, you know the drill, it's those shout outs, and what's coming up next, it's the toast, you're listening to The E's. And bees, podcast. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. Fans, it's ever.
everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. As we always do each and every week, wrapping things up, giving you those personal shout outs, and of course, letting you know where and what we got going on next. But let's start right on off with those personal shout outs. Of course, a very special thank you and shout out Jacob and Aaron Brown, Crossover Traffic, our guests this week. Make sure you guys go check them out. Thank you so much for an outstanding interview. We'll be checking them out next time. They are at the track. Also, want to give a shout out, give a big shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Shout out to no prep felons, Bob Rye. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Jasper Graham and Team Bipolar. Shout out to Jeff Thomas, Julie Randall, Nitrous Nikki. Shout out to Limpy and Happy to support your local street racer. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to G2K. Shout out to Raggedy Ann. Shout out to Clocked Out Fab. Shout out to SRC and Old Man's Garage. Shout out to Jimmy Dale. Shout out to 24 7 Motorsports. Shout out, to, shout out to Moonshiner's Garage. Shout out to Tony. Shout out to Matt Smith. Shout out to the Rocky Mountain Pros. Jaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and all. Oh, my peeps at The Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you check out The Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. All right, coming up next week, a very special birthday edition. That's right, next Friday, live here will be my birthday. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe a guest, maybe not. I'm definitely going to be working a little different schedule, so we'll see how this shakes out. But a very special edition coming up right here, E's and B's. Eddie B's birthday next Friday right here. You can check us out everywhere you find us at easeandbees.org. That's our all of our social media outlets. Go check out our merch page. Click that button. Click buy us a shirt. Support the show. Hey, if you want to be on the show, get us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Us, give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to be a sponsor, get your business Whatever it may be, advertise three times an episode right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast or a video version tied along to all of our YouTube stuff. Get at us at easybeespodcast at gmail.com. We'll get back to you, get you a contract. We'll get your stuff played three times each episode and, of course, attached to any video version we place on our YouTube. Very simple, very cheap. We want to get your name out there just like we want our name out there. So get at us at easybeespodcast at gmail.com. Calm. Also, today's Sports Illustrated fact of the day goes like this. Known for racing faster and closer than any other motorsport, the NTT IndyCar Series recorded the fastest race in series history at California Speedway in 2003 with an average speed of at 207.151 miles per hour. And that is today's Sports Illustrated fact of the day all right we're gonna wrap things up like we always do each and every week we're gonna your city top 10 cities downloaded goes like this all right starting off with number 10 want to give a huge shout out and a thank you to jackson mississippi thank you so much jackson mississippi number nine how about mason michigan shout out to people in mason michigan thank you so much number eight how about newark h-o-o-a-o-a-o-h-o newark ohio shout out to newark ohio number seven it's right there in the same state how about cincinnati ohio shout out to everyone there in cincinnati number six how about tampa 
Florida. Go Dolphins. Shout out to everyone there in Tampa. Number five, it's the home, sti- home state where we lie. It's Denver, Colorado. Shout out to Denver, Colorado. Number four, still in the home state, it's Johnstown, Colorado. Shout out to my friends in Johnstown. Number three, we're going overseas. How about Frankfurt, Germany? Shout out to Frankfurt, Germany. Number two, it's the home city where we lie. It's Fort Collins, Colorado. Thank you so much, Fort Collins. And back on top, like always, that's right. Shout out to our friends and everyone at Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast. Have a kick-ass safe weekend and stay hydrated. You know the drill. Until next week, make sure you eat your We love y'all. Peace.